We don't have that time to pick our head up, look around us and decide where we're going. And, and to me, that is an irresponsible entrepreneur. Hi, my name is Devin. Today I own several multi-million dollar companies. We started with $5,000 in a credit card. I don't know the easy way. I only know the hard way. Hey everyone, welcome to the Whiteboard Entrepreneur Podcast, where I give straightforward advice for the entrepreneur in all of us. I'm Devin Dickinson, and today I want to talk about some phone calls I've been getting lately that have to do with, you know, the, the common question is, hey, I've been driving super hard for a long time, I've had my head down, and I kind of finally got to where I, I, I wanted to be, where I was going. <laughs> And I realized I've had my head down. I've been driving so hard for so long that I forgot to pick my head up and look about where am I going next? And, and I get this question all the time. And it's kind of like, you know, where's my company headed in the next two years, five years, three years, six months even. And, and how do I plan that? How do I coordinate that? Because I just don't have the time. I'm so busy. I'm in the weeds. I'm working so hard that I can't really decide to pick my head up, decide, Hey, where am I making money? What's successful? What's not successful? Where should I be investing? What should, what next position should I hire? How do I get myself out of the weeds? How can I plan for five years? How can I plan for two years, 10 years, whatever. And so this is a very common issue that entrepreneurs have because we're busy doing our day job that we don't have that time to pick our head up, look around us and decide where we're going. And, and to me, that is an irresponsible entrepreneur. And, and I use those words because pretty harsh words to be irresponsible as an entrepreneur. I think it's pretty harsh for me to say, but I chose those words because I, I really think that's the most important thing that we can do as an entrepreneur. And when we don't do that, we're being irresponsible to our company, to those that work to, for us, to our families, to ourselves, to our vision, and to everything that we built because we're the only ones that can do it. Now, I don't mean you can't surround yourself by people that can help you, consultants, uh, you know, people that work for you, that respect you, um, those that, you know, have helped get you there. Um, I certainly think that, you know, you want to bring others into this uh, process but you have to drive it and you have to make it a priority. And I've noticed in life that there's, you know, from my experience and from what I've seen in my companies, that there's normally about two situations that, that drive and force us to pick our heads up and to look around and, and to uh, decide where we're going next. One is an annual kind of scheduled, you know, determined, budgeted, you know, planned out um, meeting that you put hard in the calendar and you do every single year. And, and I've done this and it's interesting because I've now been in business for. I don't know, longer than I like to say, but probably, I guess, 25 some years, right? And uh, when I first started business, there was a common phrase that said, what's your 10-year plan? And you know, the CEO, the entrepreneur's job was really to create that 10-year plan. And then, uh, or, and, and that's what you do. You'd sit down with, you know, the people around you and you come out and you plan out 10 years. You'd cast vision, you'd put products in there, you'd kind of figure out, you know, locations, budgets, and you literally would plan out 
for 10 years. Um, and then, uh, you know, and the, the reason why was, you know, back when I got in business 25 years ago, people would literally do, you know, the same company, the same job, and it wouldn't evolve for, you know, 30 years. So you could do 10 year plans. Well, shortly after that, people started to say, wow, business is changing fast. And so you can, there's no such thing as a 10 year plan. It's now seven year plans. Uh, uh, very shortly after that, people said, no, 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 seven years is ridiculous. It's a five year plan. Well, I would say up until recently, it has now gone from five years down to two years and and two years, a lot can happen, right? So, but most people today have two year plans. What I believe as a responsible entrepreneur is that you have to every single year, um, put, oh, actually, let me rephrase that. I believe as a responsible entrepreneur that you have to have a two-year plan, but you have to reevaluate that two-year plan at least every six months. And there's a lot of people I know that are very, um, you know, futuristic and great planners. And those people tend to do that organically, constantly, and they're always reevaluating. And so they may not have to set up, you know, blocked time every six months to reevaluate. But if you're not one of those people, if you're like, man, I don't ever think, and I, I don't have ever have time to think about my business to kind of plan, project, evaluate, grow, you know, my business, then you're someone who literally has to have a two-year plan. You have to discipline yourself First, to make that two-year plan. Secondly, you have to block out, and I would calendar probably no less than probably no less than three days that you just want to have yourself and or anyone that helps you with that kind of vision, forecasting, dreaming with you for those three days. So that might mean you get away. That might mean, you know, you do a seminar or like a breakout, uh, a retreat. Maybe you just take a vacation. If you're the only one that does this, you get yourself away. You get yourself to that place where you can actually hear yourself think and you spend those two or three days reevaluating, reforecasting, and you do that every six months. And like I said, if you're someone that has to block that out, do it, put it on your calendar right now. Otherwise you're just going to be driving with your head down and and you're going to realize, you know, two years later that you are wasting your time on stuff. I've done this. Like there's one of my uh, companies that I had for the longest time. I had, you know, two divisions and I guess I kind of knew that this division was bigger, but far less profitable. And this division was smaller and way more profitable. And what happened was because I never kind of took the time to reevaluate, I ended up spending so much time, energy, and effort on this one because it was bigger, um, but way less profitable that it just took all my time and resources that I didn't focus on this. And I missed probably a good three years of opportunity because I never slowed down, took the time to block it out and say, hold on. I've got to reevaluate everything. If I had done that, I know that I would have shifted my time and resources to the more profitable venture. And it's not to say I would have neglected this one, but I would have had a, the right balance and the right mix. But I never took the time to do that. And so I tell you to learn from your mistakes. And, and like I said, I think it's important that you do this every six months because things change. Your personnel changes. You know, uh, your your return on investment changes. Uh, your marketing changes. You know, you're, you have to evaluate your sales folks, uh, your internal cost structures. All of those things change over six months. Um, the other 
other the other scenario uh, that a responsible entrepreneur will uh, will take time immediately to reevaluate is when big changes happen in the world. And and what does that mean? Well, obviously, you know, COVID-19 was, you know, a giant change. And it created uh, just mass hysteria in the market. And if you were someone that did not spend those first four to six weeks kind of restructuring, retooling, reevaluating, re- re- for, uh, redreaming, re-goal setting, all of those things in those first four to six weeks, if you didn't do that for your company, one of two things happened. You either had um, some really, really terrible hard times or you missed out on a really great opportunity because I think we've all seen that, you know, on the opposite side of COVID, most companies have come out stronger than they were before. And that's because of the adjustments and the retooling that they did at the very beginning of COVID. Now you would say, well, COVID's, you know, this black swan kind of event, you know, how often does that happen? Well, COVID is a black swan, right? And it's very extreme, but in our own companies and in our own uh, industry, stuff happens all the time. Like where wood all of a sudden goes crazy, uh, prices go crazy. Um, you know, vendors change, uh, so, uh, all of a sudden a new competitor comes out. There's some new technology that changes the game. And so these are all market changers or dynamic situations that happen within our own industries. And if you're, if you look at those as, okay, wow, something just dramatically changed. The economy changed, the market changed, my customer changed, the competition changed, the technology changed, whatever it is. If you look at those, uh, those moments during that change and you evaluate and you say, Hell, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to step back. I'm going to take two or three days and I'm just going to evaluate where my company is, what we're doing. You know, is there some type of an adjustment to our goals? Is there some type of an opportunity here? Remember, I told you a lot of these situations provide opportunities. Is there some type of a, you know, a tragic event here that could dramatically alter the outcome if we don't do something? Do we need to stop doing something? Do we need to start doing something? Do we need to, you know, pull in resources and cash? Do we need to spend money? Do we need to catch up? Are we, you know, all of these different things, the hard questions that we don't want to ask because oftentimes we want to just kind of say, uh, I will think about it later. Well, later is too late. You have to do it quick and, uh, and, and be disciplined about it in these, you know, events that are kind of, uh, within your industry that could dramatically change. Uh, I'll give you a very real example right now, uh, in our industry, right before I filmed this, I was on a phone call, uh, because our vendor, one of our vendors has dramatically changed their cost structure. They did it a year ago and it was really, uh, traumatic for our customers. Cause we have to pass through that cost. And, you know, we educated our customers on, uh, listen, there's going to be this huge price increase. They were not happy, but we all kind of absorbed it. Well, this same vendor is doing the exact same thing again, one year later. I don't think it's going to be received well the second time. Right. And so we're going, you know, oh crap. Well, what are we going to do? Well, that sucks. I guess we just pass it on and, you know, tell our clients so well. And we thought, you know what? No, this is, hold on. Let's circle the wagons. This is a big event 
This is something that we need to rethink about. We need to reset goals. We need to look long and hard at the numbers. We need to, you know, talk to some customers. We really need to get some brain power around this because this could be either A, you know, we could lose customers over this or B, maybe there's an opportunity baked in here. Maybe there's something we can do. Well, we spent a little time with the whiteboard because, you know, I like whiteboards and we came up with actually a competitive product to our vendor and we found opportunity in this crisis. And so that's what, and again, that doesn't happen all the time, right? Like, I don't want to tell you all the time that's, you know, you can make, you know, uh, lemonade out of lemons. You know, I'm not that guy. A lot of times you can, but sometimes you have to, you know, adjust, pull back, whatever. But if we had not taken the time to like circle the wagons and really pull in the brain trust of people and say, hey guys, is this a crisis where we're going to kind of be falling back? And if so, what do we need to do about that? Or is there an opportunity in here? If we hadn't taken the time to do that, we would have just done the same thing. We just pass the price down and see what happens. And I just, I don't like that. I don't like being a victim of circumstances. I like when the circumstances happen to really take the time to say, what can we do? How can we, how can we either a plan for the worst, right? Or B create an opportunity for this within baked into this. And that's my challenge to you all, right? So when, when we have the, when you're asking these questions, so when you call me and say, Hey D, can we have coffee? Because I want to talk about, you know, taking the time to pick my head up and to be able to redream, replan, reforecast. I'm going to tell you, first off, if you're asking me it, it's probably like the time is probably now. Right. If you're picking up the phone and calling me and saying, hey, D, you know, can we have coffee? Because I really think I need to start doing this. Well, the answer is yes, you need to do it and you need to do it now. And like I said, I would I would set aside at least two to three days to give yourself the brain space. Ask yourself the hard questions. You know, ask yourself, you know, the, 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 the questions that you don't want to ask yourself, the ones that, you know, are kind of scary, right? The ones that you've been like, oh, I will think about that later. I will deal with this problem later. I will um, think about or create this new product later. This later has come and those that you take those two or three days. Like I said, if this is not a crisis, if it's not something where, um, you know, hey, something's changed, you've just had your head down, you've been driving, you've been driving, you've been driving. Well, my challenge to you then, the opposite is make sure that you have a two-year plan and reevaluate that every six months. So the two scenarios are one situational, some crisis happens, some opportunity happens, slow down right then and there, take three days. Second is you've just been driving, you've been grinding, things are good, but you haven't picked up your head up. Well, my challenge to you there to repeat it one more time, have a two-year plan that you spend every six months reevaluating. I hope that's clear. Certainly not, certainly not easy. Um, as entrepreneurs, we like to just go, go, go. Um, but the most important thing that you can do to be a responsible entrepreneur is take those opportunities and those times to really plan, forecast, dream, and cast vision. Hope that helps. Have a great day. As always, I'm Devin. This is Whiteboard Entrepreneur Podcast. I look forward to talking to you on the next one where I give straightforward advice to the entrepreneur and all of us. Have a great day.